This is the Champagne and Socks podcast. I'm Elisa. When I left you, I was talking about my much anticipated craftathon. I was going to take three to five days over Christmas and just craft. I did actually do that. It didn't quite go as I had hoped it would go like the year before, but it wasn't too bad. I was quite anxious to finish my brother-in-law's socks before Christmas which actually didn't make any difference because he wasn't here at Christmas. I was making him, if you remember, a pair of really thick ribbed socks. He was actually going to go trekking in Nepal and that seemed like a perfect gift to take when one is trekking in Nepal. Uh, He was actually climbing to base camp at Everest. The socks didn't make it. (laughs) I actually presented him with with the finished pair when he dropped past to bring us presents that he bought at Pace Camp at Everest. <laughs> uh, but he seemed to like them, and I haven't heard whether or not they fit, but I was quite happy with how they turned out. I have a picture of them up on Instagram. They were made with a tweed DK, and I quite liked the pattern. It was quite easy. Okay, so after I'd finished that, I actually cast on a bunch of projects for Craftathon because that's just what I do. And I was working on a pair of socks for myself and the first set of fingerless mittens that I'm knitting as part of rewards for our possible campaign that we were running at 12th Planet Press. I had promised at certain reward levels that I would make backers their choice of a pair of fingerless mittens or a tea cosy. And I had found this really sweet pattern for fingerless mittens and I thought I would cast those on and see how they went. I actually quite like knitting fingerless mittens because it's quite a fast knit. It feels like you're knitting a pair of socks, but they actually knit up much faster than a pair of socks. I mean, you don't have to turn the heel, so that's one thing. And also I find the gusset is always so time consuming to do once you've turned the heel, whereas you don't have that in mittens. You do the cuff and then hooray, you're already into the palm and then you've got fingers and you're done. So I thought I would do like a fun project for myself plus the committed knitting and then see how I went. A few episodes ago I was talking about the pair of socks that I was going to knit for myself which I had picked out of the Space Cadet mini skeins two months worth of of her Omba series that I quite liked that was sort of sunrisey and I had begun knitting them when I was telling you about them and they're is a photo on Facebook actually it's not on Instagram of how they went well actually the picture shows how they went when I left the project in the front room within reach of a toddler who was interested in teaching herself how to knit by pulling out all of the DPNs and then figuring out how to knit by herself yeah so she actually unpicked a fair bit of that for me But I have to admit that I actually had been really hating how they were knitting up. I learnt a lot about the Space Cadet mini skeins in this. It ended up being two pairs of socks and I learnt quite a bit about them. I'm actually yet to make them work, if that makes sense. I often have a look at some really gorgeous projects that she features on her Pinterest and I suspect that they might work best when they're interspaced with a solid or a common colour and then across a shawl length piece of knitting so that your your mini skein becomes like a pop of colour that gradually changes from one shade or one colour to the next across the whole project. I think that looks really, really great. But 
in making much smaller projects, it doesn't really seem to work. And so I had started with the Spectrum that was a yellowy beigey colour with pops of purple that kind of gradually moved into darker purples and then reds. But the reds kind of just show up. So you don't really get this graduation from one colour to the next. You sort of have two very distinct blocks that are related but don't smooth into each other. And so I was actually really hating the pair of socks that I had produced. So when the baby, you know, pulled them all out, took that as a sign and unpicked the whole thing and started over. And I started at a different point in the shade series. I started at a much more orangey point. Well, I started with the kind of dirty yellow, I want to call it, that I had not liked that was appearing in the baby jumper that I was making. I started with that and moved through burnt oranges and then through to reds. And that worked a lot better. And the other thing that I did was I used much less of each skein because in such a small project, you don't get that transition of colours as quickly. So I actually halved each mini skein and knit two socks at the same time uh, so that I could maintain the same amount of knitting across each sock to match and then I ended up knitting maybe a half again so each sock has a quarter of a mini skein and I was much happier with how that turned out. I don't have a picture at the moment of the finished product on Instagram which I'm pretty sure I remember finishing so I'll have to actually go away and it's possible that I just had to kitchener up the toes and haven't done that. That's a thing that I do. Just kind of leave them on two knitting needles and move on. I was knitting those at the same time, as I said, as I was knitting the fingerless mittens, which were supposed to be in a peacocky colour, which is not the yarn that I actually ended up using. And I've lost the band for this. It's a Blue Moon Fibre Arts Socks at Rock skein in lightweight, but it's not the peacock coloured one that I thought. So it actually doesn't have the purple through it, but it's it's blues and greens, which I think from memory, two backers had requested that kind of colourway. So I ended up using about half a skein to make one pair of the fingerless gloves. The pattern I used was called How Many Elves by Kate Heaster. It's a ribbed cuff with two cables, two tiny cables up the side, which you pick up and you knit on either side of the thumb as you knit the hand where the rest of the hand is in plain stockinette. So it's actually quite quick, but it's not boring because you're working a small cable and then you have ribbing at the end of the hand and the thumb to give it structure. I had a little bit of difficulty with this pattern because I actually don't knit to charts. I like much prefer to knit to instructions. And it looks like none of Kate's beta testers actually tested the written instructions and they knit to the chart. I found a couple of errors, but I really liked the outcome. Definitely want to make myself a pair because they're actually really lovely and snug and I really loved how they look. As I said, I ended up knitting using half a skein. So I had the other half left and one of the backers for the tea cozy version also quite likes blues and greens and I thought well this is such a lovely blue green I might see what I'm going to make in a tea cozy and I have to say that when I first suggested that I would make tea cozies I kind of am looking for excuses to try and knitting all of the only 
Pryor's Tikkonis in her four books that I have. So the one that I'm knitting at the moment is from Pretty Funny Tea Cozies and Other Beautiful Knitted Things. It has this absolutely gorgeous tea cozy on the front in pink, in light pinks and greens and it's like a little English garden. It's got flowers and leaves and it's so gorgeous. And I bought the book for that pattern and then spent about three months trying to chase down the actual yarn that she uses in that pattern, which you could not buy online anyway in Australia for a really long time. I'm guessing because everybody else bought the book and then <laughs> bought that yarn to make that particular pattern with as well when the book came out. She does some really interesting things actually with different yarns, like she works with the yarns for the pattern. So that particular yarn is the German Schoppelwald Sauerball sock yarn in Flower Garden which is colour 2079. And what you actually do is you... So it's a graduating yarn with a repeating set of colours. And what you actually have to do is prep the yarn by separating the ball into lots of smaller balls of the individual colours and then you knit with just different... just the bits of the colours of the yarn rather than sitting and knitting a self-striping yarn, which is actually quite interesting. I've knit with that yarn before. I knit my brother-in-law a scarf and I had like a black, white and grey version. And it knits up beautifully if you just knit with the yarn. It's constantly changing and interesting and keeps you constantly interested. But it's also quite interesting the way Loni really understands that colour work in the yarn balls because that's not the only one that she suggests that you knit that way. So... The pattern that I chose to knit with my leftover Blue Moon Fiber Arts is the actual next pattern in the book called Hawaiian Beauty. And that one is knit with the same Zalba ball, but in parrot colour, which is greens, flecks of blue, little bits of yellow, and then like burnt orange, red and pink. And you separate them out again. You make the tea cozy itself in the greens and blues, and then you take the reds and oranges and you knit flowers on top. And so what I did was, because I'd ended up only using half a skein of the mini skeins from my Space Cadet creations for the socks that I'd knit in the burnt oranges and sort of toasty reds, I pulled those out and matched them with the blue-green Blue Moon Fibre Arts and I made this tea cosy. So it's actually knit in quite a few pieces, but because they're small, it ended up not being fiddly, which seems counterintuitive because there's a lot of casting on and casting off. But you knit up the tea cozy body itself, and then you knit sort of like a pillbox hat that goes on top, and then you knit. And I'm still knitting, but there's about 30 petals that you have to knit for the flowers that you then assemble to scatter across the top of the pillbox hat. It's really cute, and I will take a photo and pop it up. I've knit the pillbox hat. I've knit the body of the tea cosy, but I'm still knitting the inside layer, which you can just knit in, an, in another colour because you can't see it. So I'm just knitting the inner skirt for that, and I'm making up my flowers. So once my hands are back on board, I'm going to be finishing this one up. I'm really interested to see how the flowers come together and then scattering them on top it's actually been a really fun project and you know like my my intention is to work through all of her patterns in all four books that I have and no doubt she'll bring out another 
another book before I'm finished and I just they're just so much fun but every time you knit one you think gee wouldn't that be fun to knit again in different colors and I would love to knit this in the parrot colorway as well because that's come up really really beautifully you've been listening to the champagne and socks podcast a twice weekly podcast of all things craft dropping Tuesdays and Thursdays you can now subscribe via iTunes leave a review if you like Join the craft circle and tell us what you're working on this week. Email me at champagneandsocks at gmail.com or find me on Twitter as Champagne Socks. I'm over on Ravelry as Girlie Jones. Also find the Ravelry group, Champagne and Socks. Finally, photos and links for this episode can be found in the show notes at champagneandsocks.com. Speak to you later.